You're listening to KaneCast episode 30, a review of our small cap core portfolio in the fourth quarter of 2015. Hi, I'm John Christensen, co-portfolio manager on the Kane Anderson Rudnick small cap core portfolio. Today, I will review our portfolio with a general market overview of the fourth quarter and full year in 2015, discuss the drivers of performance, talk about new names in the portfolio, and conclude with the market outlook. After last quarter's precipitous fall in the market, with small caps being down 12%, the fourth quarter of 2015 was a somewhat different story, with the Russell Index rebounding about 3.5%. This was in comparison to the 7% positive return for the S&P 500. So small caps trailed large caps overall in the quarter. The sectors that drove the performance in the quarter were healthcare, utilities, and technology. On the downside, after being a huge laggard in Q3, energy was down again this quarter, falling almost 11% as a sector. Of course, this was induced by the ongoing meltdown we have seen in oil prices. So what types of businesses did drive the market? Companies that have low betas and little leverage on their balance sheets all outperformed their counterparts on those metrics. While the quarter did have a high-quality bias, it was not that significant. For example, healthcare was a sector that led the market nicely, but low-quality biotechs outperformed high-quality healthcare. Let's look at some of the drivers of the outperformance in the quarter. Our small-cap core portfolio outperformed the Russell 2000 Index by about 400 basis points in the fourth quarter. Given the bias to high quality, these results are what you should see from us given our quality philosophy. Focusing more on the year 2015, it was definitely the year for large caps, though overall the market was mundane at best. While the Russell 2000 index fell over 4% in 2015, its first negative year since 2011, the S&P 500 index was up a scant 1.4%. When looking at the sectors that held up better in a down market in 2015, they were healthcare, financials, and technology. Energy was down over 43% for the year, again driven by the decline in oil. Focusing on small caps, there was a large bias towards high-quality stocks, including those with high S&P stock rankings and low betas. This difference is telling in that in many of those metrics, the stocks were positive, while their low-quality counterparts had negative returns. Given the high-quality bias in the market, combined with a benign and even lessening Fed presence, Companies had to prove themselves on their own merits in this environment. That is where we believe we can add value. As a result, we outperformed the Russell 2000 by almost 7% in 2015. We had a few names that drove some of the outperformance for the year. Market Access, Jack Henry, and RLI Corp. All of these stocks were up at least 30% for the year. We've talked about Market Access and Jack Henry in the past, so let me go into a little more detail on RLI. RLI is a specialty property and casualty insurance company offering coverage throughout the U.S. A focus on niche markets and the discipline to walk away from unprofitable business has resulted in a long-term track record of consistent underwriting profitability. Shares remain a strong performer as the company continues to report better-than-expected premium growth and earnings. RLI has also rewarded shareholders by returning excess capital in the form of special dividends, the last of which was paid in December of 2015. Among the stocks that lagged in the year were Shutterstock, Artisan Partners, and Teledyne. Let me talk a little bit about Shutterstock. Shutterstock operates an online marketplace that allows customers to search and license commercial images from freelance contributors around the world. The shares have been under pressure since the end of 2014 after Adobe announced it was entering the stock photo business via its acquisition of Photolia. Shutterstock cut annual guidance in Q2 of 2015, which seemed to support these fears. 
However, management denied this was due to any impact from Adobe's launch. Q3 results were as expected, and our research continues to support our thesis that Shutterstock's competitive position has not been eroded by Adobe's entrance. While the share price is down significantly, we still expect Shutterstock to be an attractive investment over the long term, given the strength and value proposition of its online marketplace. We did not have any new buys or sells for the quarter. Let's take a look at our market outlook. After seeing an essentially flat market over the last two years in small caps, we have been experiencing a reversion to high quality as the market continues to have some hurdles to overcome to enhance the sluggish nature of this current recovery. We believe the reversion of the mean to high quality is appropriate as interest rates seep back up and the current geopolitical environment creates volatility and an unsettling future for global growth rates. Putting this all together, we believe the market has been adjusting for these factors and that stock picking is more important now than ever. So our contention is that over the long term, you want to own high quality businesses that have sustainable competitive advantages outgrow their markets with low debt and strong free cash flow that trade at a discount multiple to the greater market. Our portfolio continues to look favorable versus the benchmark on those metrics. Return on equity in the portfolio of 24.2% for the last five years on average compares to that of 107 for that of the Russell 2000 index. Debt to EBITDA of one times versus 5.7 for that of the index. Earnings per share growth in the last 10 years of 9.4% versus 6% for the index. Price to earnings, 21.7 for the trailing 12 months versus 33.5 times for the index. This is why we favor our high-quality bias over the long term. That's where we invest. That's our history and our future. Thank you for your time, interest, and continued trust and confidence. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management. Kane Anderson Rudnick provides this communication as a manner of general information. The opinions stated herein are those of the speakers and not necessarily the opinions of Kane Anderson Rudnick or its affiliates. Portfolio managers at Kane Anderson Rudnick make investment decisions in accordance with specific client guidelines and restrictions. As a result, client accounts may differ in strategy and composition from the information presented herein. Any facts and statistics quoted are from sources believed to be reliable, but they may be incomplete or condensed and we do not guarantee their accuracy. This communication is not an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security and is not a research report. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions.